Let's talk about the Brady Cook, Luther Burden connection, Anor Botang trending toward Missouri, and fine. I'll talk about Williams Winery's stupid gloves coming up right now on Locked On Mizzou. You are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. And you know what? Of course, we're going to get started with Mizzou football today and I'll just say this before I even get into my Brady Cook discussion here a little bit more on Brady and the Luther Burden discussion I just have a feeling this might be a bigger crowd than what most of you are expecting I think it's gonna be a pretty good crowd on Thursday frankly I have a an extra ticket that is usually occupied by my wife but we really can't find anybody to babysit all our friends are either going to the game you know college girls that we know sorority girls well they're going to the game too some girls that we that that babysit our kids every once in a while I'd say this is a good sign that that there's a lot of excitement about this season going in so hopefully Missouri can keep up that momentum I've seen some people suggest that oh boy it's a really bad sign obviously if Missouri can't pound South Dakota I'm thinking about 55 to 10 Missouri victory here I just don't see South Dakota giving Missouri much of a battle here but I do want to say we're going to find out a lot in this first week, even more, I think, in week two against Middle Tennessee, of course, about the quarterback position. And I said this in my previous episode that I think we kind of need to hit the reset button with our Brady Cook takes. I want to get a little bit more in depth on that, actually, make it really clear what I'm saying, because some of you might be thinking, well, why is it fair to just judge Cook on these first two games? Well, fairness isn't really what I'm going for here. I'm looking for more of an accuracy here. So I just think that after what we saw from Brady Cook last season with his injured shoulder, there's really two camps. I'm in the first camp. I think that there's more here with Brady Cook. I think he's going to have a better season than some people are expecting and a lot of that is because he's going to be not compromised by that that labrum injury in his right throwing shoulder. Well, the question is just how compromised was Cook last season? Obviously, he was healthy enough to play, but again, I just think we're going to see a better version of him this year. But to be fair, there's another camp and I there are some people that I absolutely respect their football opinions, their sports opinions in general that are in this camp, well, they don't think there is more with Brady Cook. They just think he is what he is. And my point here is I really think that after the Middle Tennessee game, I'm going to spend a lot of time breaking down every snap of these first two ball games from my perspective in the south end zone. And I just think I'm going to be able to see it. If he's the same guy, we're going to know one way or the other. And I'm going to spend, again, all my time over the next couple weeks or so trying to figure that out all the time that I can 
I've also seen this criticism of Cook a few times online that I just don't think is really valid, and that's that Cook didn't get the ball to Luther Burden enough. In my opinion, I think Burden's, I guess, lack of production up to some people's standards was more that he was out of position last year. I think his move in inside to the slot position this year, number one, I think you're going to see, regardless of who the quarterback is, whether it is Cook or it's Garcia or it's Sam Horn, whoever it might be, I think you're just going to see him naturally get the ball more. Not only does that happen with virtually any receiver who plays the slot versus the outside, in a vacuum, you're just going to get targeted more often. But for Burden's skill set, I just think he's so much better in space making people miss than he is necessarily being a sort of larger Randy Moss type jump up in the air and high point the football on the outside kind of receiver. You know, I, I'm not saying Brady Cook was perfect on his deep balls to Burden last year whatsoever, but there were several times when Burden seemingly would have a chance to go up and make a play one-on-one, and, and more often than not, it just didn't happen. So to me, I, I just think Burden is going to really benefit from this change, and well, hopefully the Missouri offense will, obviously, as well. And of course, if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, like myself, well, you have no love for the Denver Broncos. Ugh, the Denver Broncos. You just don't get football, Marge. But I digress. But seriously, a couple more reasons to hate the Broncos here as the dreaded Denver team has cut both Tyler Beatty and Albert Okwebunam, also known as Albert O to you Mizzou fans. What the heck, Denver? Come on, guys. But here, here's the here's the reality. I'd sort of seen this coming with Tyler Beatty in particular. I have to say I'm, I'm a little bit more surprised that Albert O was cut, although I did notice he had a highlight catch about 15, 20 yards, one-hander down the field in Denver's preseason game where they were blowing somebody out, I think maybe Arizona perhaps, you know, 42 to nothing or something like that. But it was fourth quarter of that ball game, five and a half minutes left when Albert O was in there. That was a pretty good sign that, ooh, maybe he really is on the roster bubble. But for a guy who I do still think maybe has some untapped potential there, I think he's probably going to maybe make it onto somebody's practice squad at the very least. And I think the same thing for Tyler Beatty. I think both of those guys will probably find a new home here over the next 28 or 48 hours or so. So obviously not great news for either young man, but I don't think their NFL dreams are over yet, but we shall see. And coming up, Little Rock's Anor Botang seems to be trending toward Missouri. Another encouraging piece of news around that young man. And also, Williams Winery made his high school debut this past Friday for the season. And, well, he's got a lot of people in a tizzy online because the Missouri commit wore Oklahoma gloves. But you know what? I'm going to make you wait just a little bit. We're going to talk a little hoops before that. But even before we get there, I got to tell you, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And in all seriousness, folks, I got to be honest with you. Sometimes it's just easier to self-medicate than actually be an adult and take ownership of your problems, right? Well, I think taking ownership of your problems involves sometimes talking to a real professional, 
whether your 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 problems involve some kind of family conflict, maybe it's work related, maybe you're having stress with your spouse, whatever it might be, stop self-medicating because all that really does is just put the problem off. It's another form of procrastination in my opinion. So, if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, well you should give better help a try. So visit betterhelp.com slash locked on college today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on college. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. College football season is here, and this season Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On College Football Live each Friday. Locked On will go live from 10 a.m. to noon Central Time on every Locked On College YouTube channel, including this one right here. College Football Live will cover playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, and go in-depth like only Locked On can, including insight and analysis from our stable of college hosts covering their team every day. Find Locked On College Football kickoff live every Friday from 10 a.m. to noon on any Locked On College YouTube channel. You won't want to miss it. Well, if I'm going to talk basketball at this point in the show, at this point in the calendar, you've got to suspect it's good news, right? Well, it certainly appears to be at least news pointing in really good direction for Missouri. Gabe DeArmond now has put in his future cast of course our buddy over at power mizzou gabe DeArmond. he's put in his future cast for anor botang the top 30 i would say i keep describing him as a borderline mcdonald's all-american type guard out of little rock by all indications it's between missouri and arkansas though botang getting is has scheduled his final visit his final official visit for the university of indiana in late September with apparently a decision probably coming shortly after that before he tips off his his season of of high school basketball of course. So for those of you who are unaware Rob Cassidy who is our leading college college recruiting analyst, high school analyst or whichever way you want to say that over at Rivals Dot com. He also has a future cast. This is something a lot of their writers do over there. They make predictions on where these guys are going. So the fact that Botang has gotten not one, but two from a guy who's a national guy and from a guy who's very, very much plugged into what's happening on the Missouri beat in Gabe DeArmond. You know, it's it seemed like Missouri's had a great chance with this kid the whole time, and if Missouri really does seal the deal here, my goodness, you're talking about a, easily a top 5-10 to 10 class nationally for Dennis Gates. His third time around, that, that's really, truly incredible. 
And speaking of big-time recruits, well, on the football field, of course, Williams Winery is as big as it gets. And in his opener, by all accounts, from at Lee Summit North, for, for Lee Summit North, I should say, Winery was dominant even more so than his five tackles and one sack stat line would lead you to believe. But the the big headline from that game had nothing to do with his play, but actually his attire, his glove choice for that game, because the Missouri commit was seen wearing Oklahoma gloves. And of course, this had a lot of people, mostly Oklahoma fans online, from what I could tell, in a real tizzy. They're thinking, aha, this is it. This proves that indeed he really is going to commit to Oklahoma after all. Ha ha, suckers, you know, that sort of deal. And and by the way, if you believe otherwise, well, you must just be a completely naive Missouri fan. I I mean, honestly, my head was spinning from all this stuff. And, and I'm going to be completely honest with you, all these people arguing online. I, I, just did a, I just did a better help read. I think these people should seek help. There's no way that arguing online with strangers about a, a high school kid's choice of football gloves, this is a healthy way to spend your time? I think not. But the real point here is, listen, is it possible that Williams Winery flips his commitment to Oklahoma at some point? Yes, it is. It could happen. But I think the idea that that's going to happen right now, really, or that he somehow is just I don't know, messing with Missouri for some reason to get some extra dough so he can then flip to Oklahoma in December on National Signing Day, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Now, what would make sense if Missouri goes out and lays an egg this season and goes 4-8 and eight or something like that and Winery starts thinking, eh, I don't know, do I want to be around this, especially if Drinkwitz is not going to be retained? We're talking worst-case scenario here. But that's a possibility where I could see Winery certainly opening up his commitment again. But the idea that he's going to do it right now during the the first – and by the way, if he was some secret Oklahoma commitment, why would he come out and do it with the gloves and all this stuff? And and by the way, from the kid's mouth himself, the young man's mouth, he said, you know, why is everybody getting – he basically said, why is everybody in a tizzy about this? I'll wear some Missouri gloves at some point too. So – you know, it is possible, guys. I know we're all hardcore college football fans here, but it is possible, Missouri and Oklahoma fans, that this kid doesn't take this stuff quite as seriously as you do. And indeed, hey, if he's got some nice football gloves that he got on a visit to Oklahoma, why wouldn't he wear them? What's he supposed to throw them in the dumpster or something? I mean, again, it's just gloves. And frankly, a lot of people would have probably told me I should have led with this topic considering how much traction it got online over the weekend. Certainly should have talked about it on Monday, right? But I don't know. There was something so stupid about this. I just wanted to let it breathe a little bit. Sorry, sorry, Zach, if you wanted me to lead with it a little earlier. Now, obviously, Williams Winery wearing some Sooner gloves did not exactly hurt my feelings. I will say one thing that did kind of hurt my feelings. My friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook, I looked at Missouri's win total this morning, still sitting at six and a half, but the notable thing here is it seems like most of the action is on the under six and a half. Well, what do we make of that? Clearly, I'm 
more of a fan of the over since I have the Tigers going eight and four this season, plus 116 if you want to go over, minus 142 if you want to go under. Part of me thinks, hey, p- pluck down the money then. It's a value. And then the other part of me thinks, this is the hurt feelings part, thinks, oh no, what does fan bu- dual sports book know? That I don't know. Well, fortunately, last year I definitely knew that Missouri's defense was better than they did. But no matter what your takes are on college football, you got to get ready for the NFL season as well with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off. NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. And for you fashionistas out there, Our time has come because you are back in. That's right. Not out. We're back in. It's time for the return of Project Run Play. Of course, America's favorite football uniform segment. But just a quick one here today because not a huge update here. Although Missouri, I think appropriately enough, going to be wearing their all blacks tomorrow opening opening the season under the lights at Faro Field. Again, lo- love the move by the administration, moving it from Saturday to Thursday, not only because of just potential really hot weather under the sun, but, of course, getting the students and everybody a chance to take in some college football be- before heading out to the Lake of the Ozarks on Friday or whatever your Labor Day weekend plans might be. So a really smart move again for the second time in a row. But on these football uniforms, again, not not a uh, stunning reveal here by any stretch of the imagination, but I do think it is going to stand out when people see the new versions of these black tops this year that actually say Mizzou along the front of the chest in big letters instead of the ones from the last couple years that were that are a little bit blank in retrospect, not having any type of lettering on them. Also, the white lettering, a bit of a change on the numbers, as well as the Mizzou on the front. So I think that'll match better when the Tigers do decide to go with white helmets with those black tops. So there you go. I know a lot of people couldn't care less about the football uniforms, but I also know there's probably an even more vocal section of the fan base like myself who can't get enough. I mean, come on. Look at those. Look at my beautiful helmet collection. You you can't deny that I'm into this stuff. But hey, thank you very much to you for being into Missouri football and basketball and for making Locked on Mizzou your first listen every day. I certainly couldn't do it without all you everydayers and, and for you everydayers tomorrow on the show. Well, it's going to be more football. Guess what? Also, we got to talk some basketball as well. I do want to talk coming up in the week a little bit about the Missouri basketball roster just break it in to three sections the guards the wings the big guys how's the depth looking I think it looks a lot better than you're going to expect on paper so let's talk about it coming up next time on Locked on Mizzou